This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. A shocker out of Ottawa in the last half hour. Treasury Board President, former Indigenous Affairs Minister, former Health Minister Jane Philpott has resigned from the federal cabinet, saying she has lost confidence in the way the Trudeau government has dealt with the fallout of the SNC-Lavalin situation. Let's get more on this now. We're joined by Mercedes Stevenson, who is the Ottawa Bureau Chief for Global News and host of the West Block. Mercedes, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. What is the mood like in Ottawa right now? Absolutely stunned, shocked. Uh, This is a massive blow to the Trudeau government. Jane Philpott, one of the most respected ministers in this government, uh, respected by the Indigenous communities she worked with, respected by her cabinet members, also, by the way, a good friend of Jody Wilson-Raybould's. Uh, and she had tweeted some support of Jody Wilson-Raybould at the time of her resignation, a picture of her with her arm around um, Ms. Wilson-Raybould. And people in cabinet had said, you know, Jane Philpott can do that because she's so respected um, and she's demonstrating her friendship. Well, now it looks like obviously there's more to it because what is in this letter is a body blow to the government. She is saying she has lost confidence in the government, that she cannot and will not publicly defend the decisions made by this cabinet when it comes to intervening in the SNC-Lavalin criminal case. Uh, She believes that it is wrong, essentially, is what she's saying, and says she can't sacrifice her personal ethical principles to be a part of this government anymore. I mean, it doesn't get any worse when a cabinet minister resigns. Usually, we don't really know why. We still don't really know why Jody Wilson-Raybould did. Uh, She laid it out in very plain and very devastating language. Was there any indication of unhappiness? Like in the weeks since we've heard Jody Wilson-Raybould's testimony, we had a number of cabinet ministers coming out and defending, you know, the prime minister and the approach to this. Was there any indication that there were some who did not agree with that approach? Yeah, she would not defend it. We chased her even this morning, and she refused to answer questions about it. And when it first happened and we chased her uh, after a cabinet meeting, she looked very emotional and very upset. And that's not like her. Um, This is somebody who is known to have a very strong moral compass. She's known to be very tough, very intelligent, very competent on her files. Um, And it was very clear that she did not want to talk about it. And I think four different reporters, three or four different reporters this morning asked her about it. And she kept saying, I'm not here to talk about this. And then, boom, this bombshell of a letter. Uh, But I can tell you that there's been discontent around the cabinet uh, and among Liberal caucus, people who have been listening to what's coming out, especially with Jody Wilson-Raybould's testimony last month, pardon me, last week. And um, their their jaws have been dropping uh, because they can't believe the allegations that are being made. She's very close to Jody Wilson-Raybould. So it raises a couple of questions. What did Wilson-Raybould tell her? What did she discuss in cabinet or left her with the impression that she did not have confidence in this government? And what happens next? Because if Jane Philpott has left and she was a cornerstone of this government, does that mean that the door will open and other people might consider leaving cabinet? Right. And tomorrow we expect to get more on this. Isn't that right? Gerald Butts is supposed to be testifying. He's actually testifying on Wednesday, right. uh, but I, I'd imagine this will still be, there will be more on this in some way or another tomorrow. Um, but also, uh, the clerk of the Privy Council is back. Uh, he, he is one of the people who Jody Wilson-Raybould says gave her veiled threats. 
if she did not comply. Uh, and I'd expect that there's going to be even more pressure from the opposition now to hear everything from Jody Wilson-Raybould about why she resigned, what were the two conversations she had with the Prime Minister right before she pulled out of Cabinet. Uh, but this letter from you know somebody who was not involved, who's simply saying, I cannot stand by and watch this happen. I cannot support this ethically. Um, from someone who's so respected in Liberal circles, it I don't know what the yeah. Prime Minister does next, but he's certainly in a predicament. That's what I was wondering, too. Like, what could the Prime Minister or his minions possibly do here? Because that's there was a bit of a whisper campaign against Jody Wilson-Raybould, wasn't there? There was, and that turned a lot of people off. There yeah. was a lot of people in the Liberal caucus who really didn't like that. They said, you know, this is supposed to be a feminist government um, and pro-Indigenous people, and, and now you have someone, because they resigned for, or at least, you know, stood up to what they saw as inappropriate pressure, and these implications that there's somehow, and it, it was made in some cases by the Prime Minister himself, that she didn't do her job, that maybe she was somehow incompetent. That really rankled a lot of people who knew Jody Wilson-Raybould. Some would say, yes, she is very tough, and she can be difficult to get along with, but it's because she's standing up for what she thinks is right and she's having a policy argument. Uh, and it really didn't go down well in a lot of liberal circles. They didn't like that whisper campaign and they saw it as being very counter to their narrative and it's damaged them publicly as well. Yeah. Do we know where the Prime Minister is today? Yes, he is in PEI. He was out there making an announcement this morning. In fact, we were questioning him about some of what his um, Attorney General said on the West Block yesterday where he basically said, uh, depending on the circumstances, elections and politics could be a reason to intervene in a criminal prosecution. Oh, he would not rule that out. Uh, and he was snowed in last we heard. He was not able to leave PEI because of the snowstorm. So we have been trying to track him down. We're looking for his plane. We're contacting his people. Um, as you can imagine, it's silence right now because yeah. they're trying to figure out what to do with this. No kidding. Mercedes, thank you so much. We'll let you get back to it. Thanks. That is Mercedes Stevenson, Ottawa Bureau Chief for Global News and host of the West Block. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.